We're trying something new. It might not be so good. <laughs> but we're stuck inside. And we might just die. So let's try a new hobby. That song is like those chords are so cute in uh what are you doing New Year's Eve? And they were awful for that. I was so I'm like, it's gonna be so cute. You powered through. I powered through. Like everything that we do here, it's just about enjoying what you're doing. <laughs> okay, you, I wanna make a sorry. Go ahead. We have to introduce ourselves before Yeah, before you get into it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Kate, the one who got myself a mug with the drawing of my dog on it for Christmas. And hi, I'm Jude, the one who has completely forgotten how to be a functional adult because I took a week off of work. <laughs> and this is Friends with Niche Hobbies, podcast where we try a new hobby every week. Okay, Jude, now you may talk about whatever you're about to say. Okay, I was just going to say this weird opinion that I have, this weird, this opinion that we have about like just doing stuff because it's getting better. If you start saying that at your corporate job, like I have, just like as a default, people get into it. People like that. People like it when you go, I eh, wasn't that, like... Obviously not like really important things like board meetings or projects, but honestly, like if you are just, if you're just hanging around people and they're like, oh man, I'm really, you're like, you're like you know what? It's, it doesn't matter. It's just, we're just, we're giving it a shot. And like people like that. So that's, that was what I was just thinking of because I mentioned it to someone like, I was like, you know what? Like, it's not about being great. It's just about like getting better every time that we do this. And people was like, yeah, Nicely this done. is my, uh, my corporate podcast now. Yeah. Welcome to Jude's TED Talk. Happy New Year to everyone listening. We are not recording this on New Year's Eve, but it will come out on New Year's Eve. And so we're almost done with 2020. Woo! Longest March ever. And hopefully 2021 is better. Knock on wood. Yeah. Say whatever. I don't know. Speaking curses? Of, uh, 20, yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of 2020, what are you drinking right now? Yeah, I am actually drinking rosé. So we were talking about it right before we started. Rosé is traditionally a summer drink, but I also love to drink it in the winter because it makes me think of summer. So I'm drinking, it's from La Vieille Ferme. It's like a, in BC, oh. it's like a $12 rosé. Delicious. Perfect for mon- Monday night. <laughs> what day is it? Monday night, yeah. Uh, I am having a, these pretzels are making me thirsty from Twin Sales Brewing uh, out in New West. Nope, in Port Moody, pardon me. Uh, it is a chocolate peanut pretzel marshmallow stout, and that's a lot of stuff going into a beer. And I gotta say, it is really good. Good. I was I was wondering, and that sounds like a lot, and it could either go yeah. very well or very poorly. So it like honestly, it makes you thirsty, which is super like alcohol obviously dehydrates you. But like this one, like I have a glass of water next to me because I'm like Ooh, it's thick. She, she she's thick. thick. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it is New Year's. Goodbye, 2020. Um, I wish I could forget you but no, no luck yet, despite all the drinking. And uh, yes. um, yeah, what's, uh, we're still in, you know, health order to stay in your home. There is vaccines being administered, but obviously we're both pretty healthy individuals. So we don't actually, we're on any list. We aren't going to get the vaccine anytime soon. So we are still maintaining social distancing, which made our Christmas really weird. Like we mentioned in our last episode. Yes. Ta-da! But it was good. We opened prisons on Zoom together. There's uh, so much Zoom. And everyone I talked to is like, so much Zoom. <laughs> and FaceTime. Yeah. We also FaceTime with our family. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love FaceTiming with you guys. FaceTiming when it, I was mentioning it in a different Zoom call we were having today. But when they're like, like 10 screens of people like in the Zoom call 
and you're all trying to talk and like you're all trying to talk over each other about the holidays it gets a little wild and we really need to start using like breakout rooms okay we can bring that to the family next time i'll bring that to the family next time because i they're they're doing so well uh <laughs> with just the general facetiming aspect of like 10 people i think seven to eight people eight screens and then like yeah. i don't know like 20 people probably total and then you add in the pets like they're two dogs and some cats and it was a journey and i'm sure we are not the only people who had that uh no tell experience. us your Zoom holiday stories we would love to hear them <laughs> yes so but yeah other than that yeah we opened presents over zoom and we had christmas morning over zoom jude's presents arrived yesterday <laughs> <laughs> I ordered them. I thought I was so good. I don't think Dan, uh, Dan's order present has even arrived yet. And I ordered that like over a month ago. So Christmas. But we've been saying uh, Jude's, Dan, like my husband's sister, her presents also haven't arrived yet. So and everyone, again, everyone I talk to is like, oh yeah, we have presents that haven't arrived. So we're just saying it's an, it's extending the joy. It's extending yeah. the excitement. And all my presents for Jude only got there in time because our uncle who lives in Vancouver happened to be up here like right after we bought them all so i just power wrapped them and he delivered them to jude but other than that I, yeah. otherwise i'm sure they would have been late so that's yeah it's fine it's I all good my, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah you know christmas was weird but it was good times i had an all-day charcuterie board i believe you also had a charcuterie board for dindins on christmas eve yes christmas eve was just the two of us and the dog and we got um takeout charcuterie from one of our favorite restaurants here in Kelowna called waterfront wines which was delicious. And then Christmas Day, my brother-in-law is a chef, so he uh, made a duck for us. Yeah. It's delicious. I had the last, well, I've had the last week off, so I've been off since the 18th, which is super weird. So I was in charge of shopping for the charcuterie board because we did not have, we didn't, we didn't have a pre-order one, unfortunately. But that was basically, I had two days of essentially rage shopping, was the only way I could put it. <laughs> Because we're going to all, like, I was going to, like, socially distancing, only me, wear my mask, in and out, have a list in my head. Like, literally, oh, I had yes. a list in my head. Megan sent me a list of everywhere I was supposed to go, everything I was supposed to buy where, and how much to buy of it, which is exactly what I wanted for her to give to me. So that was mm-hmm. not perfect. Mm-hmm. But, like, and then I'm watching people, like, go, like, not really obey the social distancing or, like, really seem to not grasp that, like, if only four people can come into the store, then, like, maybe your teenage son, who obviously is just bored out of his mind and doesn't want to be there, like, can just wait outside for you. Like, it was it was a lot of that, because it was a lot of really tiny stores. But it was delicious and super worth it, and it made me very happy, because I felt like I got to do some hustling for... It, it gave some of that Christmas vibe, but luckily I was all doing it all on commercial drive, um, which is, like, open air, and it has, it's, has a ton of cute little Italian bakeries, and... Uh, yeah, we got some amazing food, and I also got to walk around and see the sunset, sunshine, as you can see by my ever-paling pallor. You look slightly less pale. And speaking of Zoom and uh, food, we also, as we mentioned last episode, we did our Zoom <gasps> baking experience. Yes. Uh, so we made Millionaire Shortbread. We did, I did post a video on our story, but yeah, and, and it, there is a, a link to that recipe in last week's show notes, as mm-hmm. well as in the blog we did for the roundup. So highly recommend was super fun to do together it was that was the least stressful zoom call of my holidays (laughs) yeah it was we had our wireless headphones on and i had the recipe up and was reading it to jude and (laughs) it was super super lovely to get to that together and then we both had delicious food at the end i gifted some of our friends when we we did sort of on christmas eve morning we dropped off packages of some of our friends and we also did a secret santa with some of our friends 
And one of our friends, uh, Clay was like, he messaged me afterwards, like, man, I like every year I'm home and my mom makes shortbread and I was miss really missing that this year. So to get this, you know, little parcel of shortbread along with the secret Santa gift, he was like, that was really, really meant a lot to me. So super Aww. fun, highly recommend for future years as well. If anyone's not with their family or with their friends, Zoom baking is the way to do it. Super fun, very relaxed. I feel like part of the problem with Zoom is that we're like, like literally as we're recording this right now, we're staring into each other's eyes, which can be stressful. And, and our brains are trying to understand that there is, we're talking to someone, but they're not right there, but we can see their face. And we're trying to get social cues from them, but they're kind of blurred because we're online. It's really interesting, but it can also be really tiring. So I found that this was wonderful because it yeah. felt very low stakes. We were doing something else. And then I think like the funnest part was when your partner came home and then my roommates came home <laughs> and we were all yakking at each other and it felt like we were all in the room together. And yes. that was like, that's what I think I want every Zoom call to be like. And it just didn't flow. It doesn't flow that naturally until we were doing something like that. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jude's lived with his roommates for what, five years? Yes, five years. So I know them fairly well. And obviously Jude knows my husband very well. So yeah, you know, yeah I know I'm okay. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so they kind of would just chime in and we could hear. It was really, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. It felt like we were all kind of together and it was kind of a fun, fun way to do yeah. it. That being said, my caramel did not boil properly or didn't set properly yes so it's being called affectionately called in my house sugar sludge right now the shortbread is super good i the ganache is set enough with chocolate ganache on the very top the caramel is pretty creepy so my roommates don't love sweet things and also they're just like this is a mess so i <laughs> i put all of it in the freezer and i'm just oh good eating like hum no i've been eating like chunks of it though every day just like no but putting it in the freezer is good because my husband was very like worried that I'd given it all away. I was like, oh no, no, it's a huge no. pan. <laughs> so much of it. <laughs> so I have to probably actually freeze the last little bit because I'm sure it's kind of coming close to it. Yeah, it's life. really good frozen. And honestly, like it just everything firms up really nicely. So that was, yeah, that was a great, we like for it being such a weird Christmas this year, I really felt like we did, like it wasn't like Christmas didn't happen. It's not like we like, you know, we, we are very aware that next year we'll be able to do stuff together and uh, that'll be great. Um, but I feel like this year wasn't like the total bust that I thought it was going to be. Um, I agree. I was talking to my boss because I was off last week as well, but I went back to work today and we we're just talking about some stuff. And I just sort of said, you know, I feel like everyone found Christmas spirit where they could this year. And she was like, that, she's like, I love that. That's exactly what happened. It wasn't what anyone expected. It wasn't what anyone was used to, but I feel like it made us all appreciate what we could do and really take the time to be grateful for what we have and enjoy Christmas with our close people or if you don't have close people with with whatever way you could so yeah I think it was a little more in the true spirit of Christmas in some ways yeah but I feel like people <laughs> reached out in real way I was just thinking like are we are we doing welcome Christmas reprise from uh how the Grinch stole Christmas where it's just like it came without presents it came without the roast beef and it's like yeah it did we did it by a zoom call yeah. I'm doing the Whoville dance, by the way. <laughs> I have been listening to that, though, on weird repeat. Post-Christmas? Always post-Christmas. I'm like, love me some Whoville. I, I haven't it. watched it yet this year. I have to watch it. That was the one thing. I We didn't watch... Like, we watched some Christmas movies. Like, we watched... My roommates and I, like, watched Die Hard. Mm. And we watched The Christmas Chronicles 2, which was interesting. Yeah, we didn't watch it. a lot of the... I hate the movie Elf, so we didn't watch oh, it. Oh, no, hate Elf. <laughs> Good catch. And normally we watch A Christmas Carol with our parents, but I didn't watch it with them. But 
a podcast through haunted places but it wasn't haunted anyway they did like a reading of a christmas carol but also with like some background information mixed in it was a two-parter i like i listened to it while i did something maybe made sure i can't remember i was tidying maybe cleaning the house leading up to christmas is like very lovely way to experience a christmas carol so that was nice and then our dad has all these home videos of christmas from us as kids so i was watching some of those so that's from like 19 1993 is the best one because Jude was just a year old, just. And so there's a little video of me being like, Jude's too little to open the present. Can I open it for him? Because I just like <laughs> wanted to open it, right? Yeah, so, and Jude's like playing with the paper and like doesn't care what's in the box, but no, a cat. Not even a little bit. Well, no, like, like you are like a cat. Like a cat. Sorry. <laughs> there's a cat in the background who was definitely asleep, and I was like, how can you see him? Yes, exactly. Alrighty, let's crack into what we're talking today. The very exciting and interesting bullet journaling. Yes, this is my embroidery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So what is bullet journaling? A bullet journal is a method of personal organization, according to Wikipedia. The system organizes scheduling, reminders, to-do lists, brainstorming, and other organizational tasks into a single notebook. The name bullet journal comes from the use of abbreviated bullet points to log information, um, but also, which I thought was interesting, partially comes from the use of dot journals, which is often what people use to make bullet journals. There are five core tools used in most bullet journals. The index, which functions like an index of a book, fairly straightforward, or table of contents, uh, where, you know, all the information about what your pages are goes. Rapid logging, which is a system of using symbols, for example, dashes, asterisks, circles, etc., to simplify, abbreviate, and organize information. Logs, which are to-do lists organized in different timescales. So some people use daily, weekly, monthly, and or future logs. Collections, which make up the bulk of the bullet journal, which is what you use to organize information by content. So logs, lists, trackers, popular collections may include habit or mood trackers, fitness or diet trackers, lists of books to read, restaurants to try, etc., and the fifth sort of key component or what, core tool uh, is migration. So it's the practice of periodically updating lists to new lists, such as carrying over unfinished tasks from one month to the next month. This helps users to organize productive and on tasks while allowing them to prioritize what things need to get done and what things need to be placed on hold. Migration can also refer to the process of moving to a new notebook. And the last sort of point I have about bullet journaling, generally only a paper only a notebook and a pen or, or a pencil is required, though many users tend to be a little more elaborate. Commercially produced notebooks exist that are designed for bullet journaling, but any blank notebook will suffice. I love it. All right, bullet journaling. I am doing history this week, which is very exciting. Okay, so- I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, I mean, it's it starts in the late 1990s. So this is not a, from the, like my normal history review, which is like, back when we made paper in the turn of the last- Three centuries. Anyways, three centuries. So a gentleman, <laughs> three centuries. That's when we start making paper, right? I don't know. I have an yeah. arts degree. I've, I've specialized in book binding. I don't know anything about paper. So a gentleman named Ryder Carroll began using a simple method of personal organizations while he was in university. He was diagnosed with ADD as a child, and he wanted to use this process to kind of push past what he saw as his learning disabilities. By the time he graduated college, he had made the bullet journaling method. A friend encouraged him to share his message with people. So he started a Kickstarter. He got $80,000 in 2013 uh, oh. and centralized on creating an online community of users. It was subject to over 3 million Instagram posts by December 2018. 
And in 2017, Carol gave a TED Talk at Yale titled How to Declutter Your Mind by Keeping a Journal. Uh, he's also written a book in 2018, The Bullet Journal Method. So how it's used today. So here's a really weird and cool thing about bullet journaling. It's actually caused an economic boom specifically for stationary notebooks, pens, all that good stuff. As of 2018, there's been an 18% increase in the sales of notebooks in the U.S. compared to the year before. Wow. Yeah. That's significant. Wow. There was an increase of 5 to 17% of sales in various types of pens. So bullet journaling, I got it all from Wikipedia. So basically it's been around for the last 30 years and probably close to 20 years. And it really took off. I would say probably like 2013 would be when we say it would take, it really took off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty short history, but let's move on into our very organized, very orderly vibe check. I feel like you've played your hand here, but uh, what's your experience level? I was pumped. So I love bullet journaling. I have been, to be honest, I've been doing it on and off since 2016, I think. When is this? Yeah, you trendsetter, you. This is from 2019. 2016. So I love organization. And like we've discussed before, and like most people our age, I have a level of anxiety. And I find that putting everything, decluttering my mind with a journal is very helpful. And I have been keeping journals since ever, basically. I actually found my journal from grade eight recently, and it was very embarrassing to read. It's a lot of like, oh my gosh, like this guy like talked to me. And I was like, guys talked to you in high school? (laughs) Wow. weird. Very specific guy. He used to live next door to us, talked to me in high school. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And it's like, why? Why? Because you're. We live next door to each other. Of course, he said hi to me. Like, it's just. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I love journaling in general. Uh, but I also, yeah, had a similar issue. I think that lots of people did is that it wasn't always giving what I wanted. Or if you make a mistake, it's really frustrating. Anyway, when I learned about bullet journaling, I was super stoked mm-hmm. and thought I'd give it a try. So I have. I thought I brought my last most recent one up but I don't have it so I've done you know a bunch I've used pretty much all the like standard most common um brands of bullet journal you just got me a new one that I never tried before but it's my new favorite but yeah so my experience level is pretty good I've kept I think five bullet journals and and like I said it's been on and off so it's not like I've been like I did an entire year of it it's like I started it I got like pretty into it and then generally some sort of like depressive episode hits or I just like my life went crazy and I just didn't do it for a while and sometimes I get back into it and sometimes I wouldn't so I would say my experience is like pretty good but not expert I mean it checks out only because no I feel like you're almost like an expert level maybe once you finish a whole year we can call you an expert how about that because I feel like you are very reasonable you also get very good at like we try not to give each other a lot of advice when we do these to each other if we're familiar with the other one but I feel like you you actually gave me really good advice because I was spinning out a little bit when we were first starting to get into bullet journaling because I am the opposite. I don't like make, I, I, I have made some journals in the past, never consistently. I wouldn't even say like, it's like, I'll do like a week and then I won't touch it again for two years. Like I mm-hmm, yep. really struggle with that, which is weird. Cause I was also thinking, I'm like, I have sketchbooks going back from high school. Like the only real record of my life that I ever have kept has been via sketchbook which is bizarre. And then I was trying to think, I'm like, okay, maybe like this is, maybe this is why bullet journal is going to work for me. Cause it's a little more artsy and a little more creative than just journaling. Uh, I do have a journal next to my bed. It's, I like flipped through it. And I think I, like I have stuff in there from like January, 2019 was the last recording. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I, my experience level of this was very low. I'd seen people do 
bullet journals before. Like I love the concept, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I never really pushed through with it. And we'll get into it more in a little bit, but I was frankly pretty overwhelmed when we first started getting into this. Yes. Um, yeah. And like I said, Kate gave me some really good advice because while we're trying not to give each other a lot of hints, we are trying to make sure that we're both having at least some kind of good time while we're doing this. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I bought, I was not great this round and I bought uh, my bullet journal for like 12 bucks on Amazon. It's a black, simple one and some pens. And I already have a ton of pens and pencils lying around. And I have a bunch of magazines that I'm also cutting up and putting into the bullet journal because mine is much more of a art journal. Very, I'm doing the, what was it, the category, the log one where it's more grouping by actions and it's not daily, which yeah. I think is going to work a lot better for me because yes. more where my mind lives. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah. So for me, I, like I said, I had a couple of bullet journals. I had one that I had sort of like, I was like, Ugh, I'll just like continue this. Cause I hadn't gone out and bought a new one. And then we were pl- trying to plan one to record. And you was like, can we record after your present arrives? Cause it's themed <laughs> to bullet journaling. And I was like, okay. Thinking it was like pens or something cool. Anyway, it was a new journal, which as I mentioned moments ago is my new favorite type of journal ever. So like I said, I had quite a few journals, but I got my brand new one and Jude also sent me pens and stickers and the journal itself came with a stencil. And I guess I'll just throw this in here. I said last episode that I don't use stencils. This stencil was made exactly for this book. So the little squares in the stencil fit perfectly in the little squares in the journal. And it is, and there's little like holes. It's a dot journal. And there's little holes in the stencils that you line up to make sure the squares are right. And it's very satisfying to me. And I am now obsessed with stencil. So 10 of 10, highly recommend. I texted you yesterday being like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I bought plastic crappy stencils along with my, cause they're like $5 or whatever. And I, yeah, I was like, oh, I see what Kate meant because like these don't match up with my journal, so. Hot take. Buy a journal that comes with, like, buy a stencil that goes with the journal specifically. Also, the stencil is metal, which I think is better, too, because it looks like I'm going to break. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I have my new journal. Jude also gave, sent me some pens, but I had other pens, and I had highlighters, so I collected all my stuff. And then I took my, I only have two of them at the desk. I lost my other one. I swear to God, I brought it up. Anyway, I took my three most recent bullet journals and looked through them and was like, okay, what did I obviously use a lot of? What didn't I seem to really use? What worked? What didn't work? I do do like a weekly log and almost every month I've tried a different one because I'm still so searching for that perfect layout. So I uh, did a bunch of Pinteresting. I'm my is mine is not very artsy because I'm not an artsy person, which we discussed before. So mine's a lot of like black lines with like different colored pen and uh, midliners and now some stickers. So um, yeah, that's what I did. I just sort of collected all the things and then tried to figure out where to start. The other thing I loved about this um, journal is that it has index pages. So you don't have to create your own index because in the past I've been like, oh, I'll leave space for the index. And then I like forget and then write on those pages. And it's like, well, now I'm screwed. So this one's good because it, the index is already there. And so then you actually start your journal on page one. It just, it's just very satisfying. So that. yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I love it. I, I, yeah, my Pinterest has been off the hook for this last little while. Um, because we knew we were doing bullet journaling for a while, uh, and we tried to have be prepped ahead of time, as we always do. I, yeah, I Pinterested it, pulled totally spun me out. I was like, because I had nothing that I didn't know what would work for me, and honestly, everything you see on Pinterest is like gorgeous, right? It's beautifully done, it's perfect, they're the most orderly thing. So, I was really overwhelmed, and I was like, Do I have to write out, I didn't, do I have to basically like draw out an entire yeah, you were year of my life before I even start writing in it? And Kate was like, No. <laughs> 
So I did a couple things. One thing I obviously I picture I did. I also just like straight up Googled bullet journal setup. Uh, mm-hmm. And I found a solid YouTube video by a channel called Study Quill, which is, it seems, seems like this is a uh, young woman who is in college right now or was at the time of making all these videos. And there's a lot of us talking about organization, but she did the walk up of the annual weekly setup of journal. And that was okay. And I was kind of excited for it. But then as soon as I started seeing these pages that are like literally like books I want to read, movies I want to see goal like, I was like oh this is what I want like this is the things that I'm interested in because I do love making those kinds of lists it's yeah. just I need to figure out what I'm going to do for a on a weekly basis of a task manager but yeah, yeah. absolutely and that, I mean I talk a little bit later but um I was super pumped because I love as my initial thought and feeling I was super pumped because I really feel like it's so customizable exactly you're like you know what I'm not feeling this week or this weekly spread or maybe January you just don't want to do anything but talk about the books you want to read you can do it and it's it's yeah. perfect and there's no like you know beholden to anyone's expectations including the book publisher like you're just doing whatever you exactly. want so yeah I think it's great mm-hmm. all right do we want to have a very do you want to show us our, each other our favorite pages I feel like I showed you my favorite page already well you show me and then I'll try and figure out which one's mine okay well obviously like I did a book books I want to read this year which I sent a, a photo of which I'm obsessed with love it um, but I also have uh, this is a little list of the kind of artwork that I want to like wow. ideas, mediums and then I have a movie log which I use some oh film gosh. on we'll, we'll post some we'll of these pictures chairs. we'll post, yeah. these, post these pictures of G's because they're absolutely gorgeous thank you <laughs> so I had my, so much fun yeah it looks like it I love it my favorite pages are my hello 2021 page beautiful I use my, my star stencil for Ooh! And then I really, I'm trying a new weekly log that I was really into when I saw it. So it has every day of the week and then it has like a habit tracker and a meal plan and a space to track how much water I drank. So is that everything? And then look, it's just a to-do list. So I like that. I have a separate journal, like planner, like a very normal planner just for work because I have two to four jobs depending on the week. <laughs> so it's easier. And, and, and I used to try to combine them, but I really wanted the journal, this journal to be like just for myself. So yeah. no work really. And I, I've put in my, I have meetings just so that I know like, oh, I have a meeting, but I'm not putting what the meeting's about. I just look it up. But other than that, I'm, I'm really excited. Yeah. To have a journal that's just, just for me and to have, I have some sort of like quote unquote healthier habits I want to get into for 2021. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really focusing on that. Yeah. Other favorite, I in the same vein as favorite pages. I, it's downstairs, but I got a, a journal for my birthday last year, which was my 29th birthday. So it was sort of to do my 30th year. Oh, right. Which obviously kind of went to, sh- I mean, went to, <laughs> went to it. And what I started doing and then stopped doing because it got depressing, but was every day I would write out like a, the COVID updates. So, you know, the numbers that we had in BC and major world events, but also our personal events. So I was actually looking through it in pre- preparation for this episode. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's one where it's March, whatever day it was, 15th, right before we went into full lockdown, we had a family dinner at my grandpa's house. And I did this sort of, I back went backwards to the, those days. So I wrote, this is the last family dinner until this is over which is true. And yeah. we, we kind of had that sense at the time, but we didn't really. And then, you know, in May I wrote, cause they sort of lifted quarantine at that point, you know, um, I, mom and dad and I are able to have dinner at the same table and they can give me a hug for the first time yeah. in two months or Jude comes to visit. It's been six months since I last saw him. It's the longest we've ever been apart. So those things that are 
not going to be on the news and not going to be in the history books when you look back at this, but that were really important for us. So yeah. I kind of wish I'd kept up with it. And I think I'm going to try and go back into that one. And because I stopped using it end of May, I think. So I think I'm going to try and just go and put, you know, June, here's like a page of updates, July, August, September. And mm-hmm. just to have that as, as a, a record and a memory of what happened, because even you know, a lot of us have, you know, our Instagram highlights and our Facebook memories, but that's also not stuff you're putting on Facebook. You're not like, oh, super depressed today because <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything, you know, that's not really uplifting. So it's not part of the Instagram life. So I like that aspect as well, being able to look back on hopefully not on any more pandemics, but on your life and things that were important and, and yeah, yeah, so cool stuff. Yeah. Well, on that note, shall we go into our seven points? Let's get into it. Starting with cost. So as I said in the about area, it can be just as simple as a notebook and a pen. So you can buy a notebook at the dollar store, you can buy a pen. So two to $3, you can basically start. Yeah. It's, um, and a lot of us have, I feel like notebooks are something people just tend to give you over time. So you can absolutely, like we, I used a dot journal, but you can use a lined paper journal. You can use plain journal, whatever you want. And whatever pens you have around your house. I find a real is really helpful. A lot of us probably have one kicking around from when we are in elementary school, <laughs> but it really very much just goes up from there. So there are some bullet journals or some journals that are 30, 40, $50. There are ones you can get with custom covers on them. The pens can be expensive. I am a big fan of the zebra midliners, which are not outrageously expensive, but they're like $7 for a pack of them. So it's not nothing. Yeah. Of a dirt. So I don't know how much this journal that you got me is, but I feel like it's expensive. Yeah. It's like super, th- it's like, I just will have to budget into my life. I've yeah. also used, this is a, the lectern journals, which is are also very popular. So it was just like a black leather journal. It was like, I found it like staples or something. And I also have, oh, what's that company called that does the fancy journals all the time? Moleskin. Yeah, I had a moleskin one. But yeah, like I said, they, they just kind of, they go up and there are some I've seen like, you know, $70 even, which is a lot for a journal. Is that how much this was? Okay. You made a face like less. It's like Judy spent $70 on a journal. But you mean but at the same time, I mean, if you if you can afford that and it makes you happy, like absolutely go for it. Like I said, yeah. once I figure out how much this is, I'll just have to budget it in my future because I can't go back. <laughs> whatever you can afford, whatever makes you happy. If you if you got a journal like this that was, you know, fancy and you're like, you know what, this just really isn't quite what I wanted, go for a cheap one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, live you can your make life. Your own, you know? live your extra life so brad mondo so yeah it's it's it can be quite expensive but you can also be really inexpensive and it's really up to you i recommend you know scouting out places like the dollar store or you know your craft store here we have michael's for sales on things like washi tape or stickers or pens you know it can be affordable and also looking for secondhand things for people who do things like scrapbooking who are giving them away you know they often have stickers and papers and fancy pens and you know you can do whatever you want to decorate your journal so yeah yeah three dollars up yeah i would say like honestly the only thing i bought was for this was this journal and i said it at the start of the episode it was about twelve dollars yeah you can buy it pretty much anywhere super super manageable honestly like i think we both have a lot of pens and, and stuff kicking around, but like you could use a ballpoint pen and be just fine. Like, I, absolutely. Yeah. So let's move right on to enjoyment and ease of use because, like I mentioned in the beginning, I was really overwhelmed. I was really, I found this like, I found hard to start because there's so much information about how to start a bullet journal. And what works for some people 
may not work for everybody else. So at first I was just like, not the ease of use of this was not high. But as soon as I got myself sorted, so I watched my video, I Pinterested open like a little bit more chill. I ended up really enjoying this. And I found this really like once I got, I feel like the main issue was that because I was not living in a vacuum of bullet journaling because I was seeing so much of these beautiful bullet journals. I was so nervous to get started. And once I let that go, so easy to use, so enjoyable, very much one of our, you know, pop in some headphones, we could listen to a podcast, talk to someone while you're doing it. Like it is a, a great exercise. And I also, I think because both of our journals are focusing on personal growth, not career or like that kind of thing. I found it really like a, just a great positive exercise to also be doing. Like I made a page that was things that I love about my body. And it said, I drew a little jar and a bunch of ribbons in there. And I'm trying to write down a couple of things about that. Like, so it's, it's once I let go of the <laughs> trying to be perfect and trying to make essentially a, a planner that I could buy anyways, I enjoyed it a lot more. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. So I, I would say for like in the same vein as what you just said, the biggest struggle is it's almost too customizable because you get yes. a journal with plain pages with dots on them. And then, yeah, you, exactly. You go on Pinterest or even you Google it. And there's these people who have these beautiful bullet journals, either because they're beautiful artists or because they're just so precise with what they're doing. And you're like, oh my God, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I'm doing. What is happening? Who am I? What is this place I've entered? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I agree. It's once you sort of let go of that perfection and you just sort of go with the flow and do what you can, it's great. And yeah, I agree because it's based on personal growth, it's not stressful. Um, yesterday we had a bit of a stressful moment. So I, you know, yeah, like you said, put on some headphones, put on a podcast, pour myself a large glass of wine and just spent hours just drawing my bullet journal. I did the whole month of January for like a weekly setup and then you know, I, I'll always, I, every bullet journal I ever do, I always have a list of my favorite quotes and, you know, some other stuff, I did some research into some sort of healthy things I wanted to do. We talked last week about our haunted road trip we want to do. So I made a page about that, even though I have a spreadsheet on my computer, I like having it in the book as well. Oh, so too. yeah, so it's just, it was really, yeah, relaxing, it took my mind off things. But anyway, it was just, it's just really nice. And I, I really, really enjoy it. And I do find it easy once you get over that sort of initial hurdle. Yeah, sort of same bait as well is is nicheness. So I would say it's actually still pretty niche. I brought my bullet journal to work last year. So I mean, it was a year ago, but uh, my boss was like, what are you doing? So at the time I was trying to incorporate work with the bullet journal to an extent. So I went out to work to like copy down some stuff. And I was like, oh, it's it's my journal. And I like write it out myself. And they both had kids and I don't. And they're both like, oh, the things you can do when you don't have kids. And I was like, <laughs> yes, but also it helps with my like stress and it helps with my anxiety and it helps with general feeling of having my life together even when I don't. And, but they'd never heard of it before. So I think there are lots of people who, who don't know about it, but it's not super niche. There are a lot of people out there who, like we said, Pinterest is full of bullet journaling there's a bunch of instagram accounts you can follow so it's definitely not super niche the people who are into it are super into it but yeah, it's not yeah. like everyone i think that's totally right because like i i was looking up trying to find the the youtube video that i referred off to for my notes and there have been so many like i looked at bullet journal setup for 2021 which is a bad choice because obviously we're like so close to 2021 it's tomorrow for those of you listening on the release date but uh <laughs> there's so much content like literally there was stuff like six posted six hours ago posted two days ago like everything is like there's a lot of stuff and I think that is truly it is people who like bullet journaling like it a lot but it, it's not yeah you're right it's not a huge thing 
it's definitely a niche hobby in my opinion yeah yeah agree agree yeah all right let's boogie on over to usability and accessibility so it's legit super useful right like this whole thing is about it being useful organized doing it for what works for you low barrier for financial reasons like financially you could also bullet journal online i believe so it's gonna be like a little bit of a different option but i think that that that's also like you can do it on like i'm sure you could find the site online we'll try to post uh, a reference below but also you can just do it on your computer so i really think it should be fairly simple for you to do a bullet journal sure that there's going to be some kind of thing that might be a barrier but in my opinion very accessible very usable pens, paper is pretty much all you need. And uh, and it's just about, it's doing like a planner's job, but in a way that works for you and your personality and what you were interested in. And, and what's what's valuable to you to keep track of. And exactly. that can and that can also change month to month. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I agree. There are, I believe like apps on your phone even you can use to create bullet journals, which again is a little bit different, but an option for those out there. So yeah, I think agree. Very usable, very accessible. We kind of touched on this already, but community-wise, there are Facebook pages, websites, Pinterest, YouTube's accounts, all sorts of things on the internet about bullet journaling. So if you want to find your people, you can find your people. I've been in a couple of bullet journal groups for quite some time, and it's a good place to find inspiration, but also like stress about how yours looks. But anyway, (laughs) but, but everyone's super lovely and super supportive. Um, you can get, I mean, I love them even just for reviews of different notebooks and different pens. So there is definitely a community out there. I would say online outside of that, it's more, it's definitely more, it's a very personal thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, like some of the other hobbies we've discussed, you could get all get together and like do a bullet journaling night where you all have your own and you're doing your own thing, but you're just like chatting with each other, but yeah. it's not something you would, it's not like a book club where you're all like doing it together. You know what I mean? It's more of like a social moment. Yeah, and I honestly would say that I think that probably being quarantined for so long has pushed more people into bullet journaling and and more into the community because so much of it is kind of about doing something that makes you feel like you're getting your together when and when the world is spiraling madly out of control. Oh, is that nice? <laughs> Absolutely. It's one of those things where you just like gives you like the facade of control and organization, yeah. which you know what? Whatever gets you through because Whatever good lord. Ooh. And actually that feeds very well into our next point, Jude relaxation level so i think we like let's just call this out we've mentioned it multiple times if you look online and you start comparing yourself to what people are doing online you're going to not find this relaxing because you're going to be comparing yourself to what other people are doing so i feel like the first thing to do is if you want this to be a relaxing hobby if you want to enjoy this hobby like get over that get over that the fact that you're not gonna be perfect because you know what nobody's gonna be perfect at this hobby the first time nobody's gonna be perfect at any hobby the first time around like it's going to be different and you're going to have things that really work for you and things that really don't. And that's okay. And then once you get into that vibe of like acknowledging that this is a thing for you specifically, that this is your personal journal journey, all that good stuff, then it does become very relaxing. I really enjoyed, like I said, plugging in, tuning out, just taking that time to be very self-reflective in a very positive way. Cause you're also able, instead of just sort of sitting in your dark room going, Oh my God, what have I done with my life? Where am I going? The world's on fire. Instead, you have to go, what are my goals? What are my three months goals for this year? What are my six months? How many books do I want to read this year? What do I like about me as a person? What do I want to improve on? Like that, and you're able to guide yourself in a way that gives you a more positive experience of of self-reflection and gets you to kind of figure out what kind of tasks and what kind of healthy habits, like Kate was mentioning, that you want to start bringing into your life. So I think it's a very very organized expression of self-growth if you wanted to set it up. And even if you just set it up and never touch it again, at least you took that time to kind of 
self-observe. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. I also find it very relaxing. Like I said, yeah, like my favorite quotes, they make me happy to look at. And it just, yeah, it's, I always put gratitude log because back in the past and I've struggled with depression, things like that. My therapist once said like, you know, write down one thing per day that you're grateful for. And I find that like very helpful, especially if you're in a bit of a negative headspace, which I think it's very easy for us to find ourselves in, especially now that Christmas is over. It's just sort of, at least here in Canada, it's just very dark all the time now. In Kelowna, it's snowy and cold and we can't see our friends. And normally, for example, um, early February, I have an Oscars party and it really breaks up the winter for everybody, but we won't be able to do that this year. So anything that makes it more exciting and reminds you of what you're grateful for because there is always something every day even if it's just like I had a donut today and I'm grateful for donuts like whatever makes you happy and to look back on those things at the end of the month at the end of the year is is really cool definitely recommend definitely found it very relaxing I know some people even do like the inktober is what I'm thinking of where it's like Mm. every day there's a drawing prompt if you like drawing it's a perfect place to do it because no one else is going to see it it's just for you yeah I think Highly recommend for relaxation. Great idea. I I even tried Inktober. It was terrible, but I enjoyed myself. Whatever. It's, yeah. (sighs) Just as a side note, uh, have you watched the Big Mouth series? Yes. And the third, so you know how one of the, the, oh, Jessie, the girl is trying to, like, spoilers alert, just dealing with depression. In this last season, they brought in what they called the Gratitude. And basically she goes to therapy. So she's trying to handle her depression kitty by using the gratitude so it's all about being grateful i love that it's so cute and he's like a weird like stoner sounding toad it's super cute yeah that's very on brand for big mouth so yeah gratitude gratitude put it in your your bullet journal in my for my february one i'm gonna call it the gratitude but yeah that all definitely leads into our official last point uh which is covid friendliness so obviously this is great for just dealing with covid whether it's writing down what's going on or writing about your feelings or writing about something great for what you did or the cocktails you tried or the books you read or the TV series you binge, whatever, like write it down. What makes you happy? It's like, also, like we said, very solo. It's perfect for quiet days at home. I really enjoyed actually what Jude and I did send each other a couple photos back and forth yesterday, which was actually really nice as well. Yeah. We also, <laughs> I gave Jude a cocktail, a little, a little mini cocktail kit for Christmas and so he yeah. made the cocktail and then I made a cocktail and then we sent it to our parents and they made cocktail and so it's kind of like a funny thing while we were Jude and I were bullet journaling you know having a cocktail and we weren't on a zoom call thank god but we we're just sort of like <laughs> talking to each other so so yeah I really think I think it's it's really great for COVID and I, I may not know here but I mentioned already with yeah just like how in the spring I wrote down what was going on just to keep that and have that record of, of how you felt and what happened, because this is, they've been talking about it for a while now. This obviously is something that they'll be talking about forever. And if we have kids or nieces or young neighbors growing up, they're going to probably ask about it. And it would be kind of nice to have something other than, well, it was terrible. And then there was a vaccine and then it was still terrible, but less dark. And then eventually everything was okay. Everything went back to normal, but the world is as it is now. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, anyway, I definitely think it's very, very friendly, particularly for the COVID times. Yes, I agree. So Kate, <laughs> is this your new niche hobby? It's not new, it's not new but it is you. a niche hobby. We are going to touch a little bit on our new year's resolutions after this, but for me, one of my big resolutions is to journal every day because that also ties into my other resolutions. So it's a way to keep myself accountable, but also keep track of them. So yeah, I'm 
very excited and also because like the paper in this book is so thick i just i love it so much i can't let it go to waste so <laughs> it is my it. hobby for 2021 for sure yeah. how about you yeah honestly after my brief struggle with this i am really psyched for this oh my gosh sorry can you hear the discord notification in the background no thank god okay sorry my friends and i have recently really gotten into among us recently well there's a whole group of us that plays every few nights anyways Nerd. yes I am a nerd and you know what I get to talk to people who I don't know every hour for every day for an hour so that is just enough to get me going anyways yes this is my new niche hobby um I really, really enjoyed this once I got out of that that very linear like it's gonna be I have to make a year like I might still do weekly plannings but my, my heart is set on these things about doing fun pages about books that I'm gonna read and experiences I'm gonna have yeah, yeah. so what's the, so yeah I love this I have I turned 28 last week so I put a bunch of things about turning 28 I put my new year's resolutions in here I like organizing my thoughts I have a lot of yeah. space to grow in this and yeah I'm gonna treat this kind of like an art journal bullet journal vibe because I obviously like keeping sketchbooks so if I yeah I think that October Inktober thing would be great to do so yeah and you can set up for that in advance like I love that I love being able to set something up taking the time aside doing that and yeah. then going into it and actually filling it out that is very enjoyable yeah. for me so yeah. which is, yeah. which is really what this is because yeah like i said yesterday i spent the whole day doing a bunch of things but i also did like all of the january setup so now it's just like i just fill it in as i go and so if i have a weekend day where i'm you know not super busy and i'm feeling it you know i can go and add some more pages about something or i see something on instagram or pinterest that i really am like that's a great idea i should add that i may do so like even today we had a zoom call with our family actually live in scotland and in our, my office, I have a Galapagos photo or a Galapagos um, map. And I, in my previous bullet journal, I had a bunch of our trip itinerary information. And I want to, I'm trying to like, I should find a way to incorporate the Galapagos in this journal somehow, because I'm so deeply in love with that trip. So whether it's listing my favorite moments or things I remember or, or whatever, just, just something to, to tie it in. So that's probably what I'll do this weekend. So definitely, uh, definitely into it. Yeah, this was a good one. All right. So. That was bullet journaling. Next week, we're going to be praising the sun with some yoga. So just a quick reminder, we are oh, actually right. skip. Well, I posted on the Instagram, but we are skipping this Saturday. So today, when this comes out, is Thursday. On Saturday, will be no episode. It'll be next Saturday. So it is the 9th. January 9th, we'll be back with yoga. Yogurt. Um, which, we, which we have actually both done before. This is one of yeah. the rare hobbies we'll touch on that we ha- we've both done. But I haven't really done much of it at home. And there's never a wrong time to do yoga. So pretty never. excited about it. Yeah, it should be fun. And as it is New Year's Eve, Jude, would you like to talk? Of, do you have some resolutions? Some, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you asked because they're on the first page of my bullet journal. Oh, look at you. So I tried to be, sorry, the very first one just made me go, Ugh. So I tried to do very, instead of being like, I want to lose 50 pounds. I want to do this. I, I wanted to do things that I thought were going to be actually like more conceptual ideas that I can work hard for. So the first one was fall in love because I am Aww. a old, sad weirdo. Date me, please. And the next one is I want to conquer my food issues. So I don't want to lose weight this year. That's not my goal. My goal is to, I have a lot of issues around food. I'm sure lots of people do. And I want to be fully comfortable in my body and in my in eating and just that. So that's that's my big goal for the New Year's. And then that goes with it. I want to dress well every day, which is a big thing right now because I wear, I've worn this outfit for the last 10 days and it doesn't look good. I want to find a workout that actually works. So I'm very excited for that. Again, it's not about losing weight. It's about finding things that I really enjoy and want to keep doing. 
I want to love and accept my body, which as a fat person, as a trans person, as a queer person, there's a lot of stuff going on. So I want to just be like totally chill with myself. It's very much a self-improvement kind of vibe. I want to decorate my house and I want to be exceptional. I love it. Thank you. Well, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. What about you? What's your, what's your... So my general theme is to make healthier choices. Nice. So um, the big one for me is what is called like whole eating, real eating, something like that, where yeah. you basically eat foods that have like between one to three ingredients only. So like you can have cookies, but you shouldn't make them yourself versus buying processed cookies. You can have huh. ramen, but you should buy like, you know, the two ingredient noodles and then you buy, make your own stock or you buy like a bouillon that's just one ingredient or two ingredients and you make it yourself. So I didn't used to eat a lot of processed foods, but university and my husband have led to more processed foods in my home. So just really getting, because not only are they not really, they're not good for you, it's that they're not good for the environment. They're not good for the planet. They often come with lots of packaging. So really trying to focus on that more clean, more whole food eating, which, you know, I mean, the millionaire shepherd falls under because we made it from all raw ingredients. So, and that was the big thing. Like I've tried whole 30 before I've tried other diets before. I just found them like really I just didn't like it. And it was like really hard where this to me is like, it makes a lot of sense. And also the way I can test these things, if I say to my husband, this is what I want to do. And he like looks horrified. It means it won't last very long because we yeah. live together and we cook together. And, but this, he was like, you know what? I'm I like, I like that. I think I'm pretty on board. Like tonight he made fried chicken, but he like, we had chicken breasts and he made the breading from scratch and he fried them from scratch and he made the dipping sauce from scratch. So that counts as whole food, Yeah, but it was delicious and lovely and it is what it is. Reducing the amount of alcohol, reducing sugar. Good luck. Sorry. So supportive. I'm like, I'm going to fall in love. And you're like, I want to stop drinking. I'm like, oh, you silly beast. Well, you know, I'm, my plan is to do a dry month, but I was like, maybe I'll do dry January, but I've always been like, January is the worst month to do it because like, Christmas month. is over and it's dark. So I'm a big fan of February because there's only 28 days. First. You don't want to have wine on Valentine's Day? But I would give myself a Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, okay. Sweat it out every day. So doing some sort of workout every day, being mindful. So taking some time to meditate. I actually did a morning. I'm practicing right now as I go because today's the 28th. So I have a couple of days. Yeah. I'm actually did a 10 minute morning meditation this morning. And I was like, this is kind of weird, but also like very nice. And so definitely something to, to keep trying. Um, hydrating so minimum eight eight ounce glasses per day so that's a tracker I have in my bullet journal as well Um, get outside for at least 20 minutes a day now that I work from home and it's winter it's very easy just to stay inside and like take my dog out for a pee for two minutes and then be like well that was my outside time (laughs) Um, so like Jude said getting that vitamin d but getting you know outside and breathing the fresh air and just sort of enjoying it is is really good connecting with what and who matters so another thing this has taught us I think is there are people in our life that are really, really important. And there are people in our life who are, it's not that they're not important, but it's like, they're not a priority and that is okay. And I think it's really hard to be like, these people aren't a priority. Why are you making that face? You're I want to know one. who he is. I can't, it's like friends, you know, but not like my good friends. <laughs> okay. But there are people you're like, oh, I've like, I hang out with that person and you're like, I like them and they're fun. Generally it's people who are like tier system for friends. So <laughs> a tier one friend is someone who would like help you bury a body. Okay. And tier two friend is someone you would go and have coffee with one-on-one. And then tier three is like your party friend. These feel like steep gaps, like burying body, having a coffee. I had a coffee with my coworkers and well, coworkers party are friends, different. which Those is like- Those aren't your friends. Those aren't your friends. My coworkers are my friends. <laughs> I hope. 
and they're tier two friends um it's just but it's but we all have those friends i feel like who you're like you go to parties with but you would never be like come to my house and watch a movie because that's just not the friends you are you know what i mean you have less of them as you get older i feel like when you're like 21 you have a lot of those friends and then as you get older you get less so it's more like evaluating like who am i putting the time into and then also looking at your friends who maybe aren't as close to and being like i really miss them and i want to make sure i'm putting that effort in so doing that like putting the effort in with people who matter my two best friends for example don't live here and so making the time to like try to plan a zoom call every two weeks or trying to do something with them so that we you know have that connection because it's going to be a long time so we can see each other again yeah reading a book before bed and the last one is practicing forgiveness so forgiving myself for things that i've done or things that i i don't love about myself so in the same vein as you know accepting yourself accepting your body accepting who you are but also uh, forgiving other people because you know, it's that thing, you know, the longer you hold on to sort of anger and why are you making that face at me? Oh, because I'm never going to forgive anybody. I know. This is not a goal you would ever have. No, but, you this know, is not my, this is my journey. My taking, those, taking those negatives and just being like, letting it go. Unless obviously it's like really bad. There are certain things I won't let go, but so, you know, but the, you, and you know what they are, but gen- mainly for myself though, like everyone makes mistakes everyone makes mistakes and everyone gets messy miss frizzle so you know just taking that time to be like yeah that was probably not the best thing in the world but not like replaying it over and over again in my head before i go to bed just like that was a mistake i've done what i can to remedy it with uh, whether it's with other people but generally it's just with my own personal feelings and letting it go so yeah just like same sort of thing just general improve and not in like a weight loss way but in just like a general well-being kind of way love it which i think we yeah hope fingers crossed 2021 is less of a gong show but please everyone knock on wood (laughs) you're knocking on wood too much so on that note uh happy new year uh here's to a happy and prosperous 2021 for you all cheers dude cheers Cheers. Um, that mine's a can sorry Thank you very much for listening. For information, for links to everything we talked about in the show and to, or and or to support the show, um, as well as to see our blog posts that we're doing about our top top pages we included in our bullet journals, go to our website, friendswithnichehobbies.com. Follow us on social media at friendswithnichehobbies on Instagram and on Facebook to see pictures of our spreads, my former journal collection, and pictures of us on new year's probably yeah and then if you have a niche hobby you would like us to try email us at friends with niche hobbies at gmail.com amazing please subscribe uh review wherever you're listening to podcasts it super helps us out tell a friend we think you're rad and we would love it if you could support us but you know what if you just listen and enjoy these that's that's also great happy new year be awesome to each other here is to a fantastic or at least better than right now 2021 no, it's not Kurt. Who's the dude? Kurt Russell. Yeah. Kurt Russell? Okay. Yeah, I agree um, with you. Kurt Russell is kind of a babe with Santa Claus. No offense. It's it's a disturbing feeling. It just feels so right. Oh. <laughs> I need to get more wine. <laughs> I, t- I asked you to make sure your glass was full before I walk out of the screen. I'm going to get another beer because I'm just done with you.